Hey guys, welcome to the Self-Evident Podcast. You got Mike, you got Massey. Yes, that's him. <laughs> Every day it just gets better and better. Thank you so much. It does, folks. For you tuning in. Know, behold the glory. Tuning in. Behold the glory. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> need, need screenshot of that. Well, well, glad my gut wasn't hanging out of the bottom of the shirt there. That would have been pretty. That makes me think of the uh, the Team Mexico pole vaulting video we did. let's not bring up old <laughs> things huh i found that video the other day did you i did <laughs> i love that video that's one of oh, my that's, favorites that's good that's great yeah make fun of massey all right welcome so much see how they gloss over that racists yeah no we're we're here what about it whatever whatever <laughs> whatever i'm just trying to do a podcast here you know, and you're just going to have to you're, you'll have to listen. OK. No, I'm going to let you sit on that one for a while. Stop I want it. you to dig out of that. <laughs> Do not forget to check out the website, the self Go to the blog spot. Check out. We got some new uh, content contributors. We got some good stuff. We actually just put up an article. If you've ever wondered about especially the church. In the Middle Ages, Medieval, Dark Ages, all of that, what has the church actually done for the world? It is a great article. It is bursting with facts about bursting. stuff that the church has done it is for civilization. Bursting in air. I don't know where this show is going. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, it was oh, it was man. a good it was a, oh, it's man. been a great morning and 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 I uh, where what are we doing? I don't know. I don't know. What we are doing today so originally we were going to cover Russia, Ukraine, nuclear Russia. stuff, all of that. And about 20 minutes before the podcast, I realized Today is Columbus Day. He's fired. A.K.A. Indigenous Peoples Day. And since I'm fired, Massey's going to take this one over. <laughs> so y'all have a good night. Enjoy Massey's podcast. <laughs> Dude, if that really happened, I'd be like, uh, Columbus was a, uh, he was a guy and he sailed and he killed people too. But not like that many. And the Indians hated him, but they should. Well, I guess they could hate him. I guess it's, in, it's up to them. But it wasn't like bad, and they were bad, and everybody was bad. And they had a war, and food was eaten for Thanksgiving. In 1492, <laughs> Columbus, Columbus sailed the, the ocean blue. blue. <laughs> now everyone's uproaring in Sioux, <laughs> even the Sioux. Ah. <laughs> yes Came so much on. so we had to get rid of the name redskins because oh my yes. gosh dude can i just hit this for yeah, a second please it, it is indigenous people's day let's talk about let's indigenous think about this peoples. dude so the redskins aunt jemima all these things that they took off like uncle ben's the black person they got what they wanted they took them all off guess what now you have no remembrance of who that is anymore 
Exactly. You just took Redskins off the team. Who's going to remember what the Indians did? Matter of fact, you have Indians too that were never really heard that they were like proud of that. They were like, dude, that was actually an Indian like name. Yep. That was a tribe. And then you had uh, the, the Apache war heroes and these kinds of things like, and then Aunt Jemima gets taken off of Aunt Jemima and then uncle Ben's gets taken off. And like the dude, they succeeded. The Democrats, right. the racists succeeded. There's no more member rem, um, remembrance of these people anymore and, and their contributions to our society. And you look at Aunt Jemima, she was actually a big success. When when America was this racist, Huge. horrible, horrible, evil, awful country, she was a big success. She was a business icon. She was an entrepreneur. She was able to make a lot of money and and go across the nation and people loved her. And now we erase her. We erase her because somehow it's racist for somebody to have had a black spokesperson. Aren't we, you know, pushing black spokespeople in commercials and all that today? So does that mean in 80 years when racist America was pushing black spokespeople, we should get rid of them? Is that is that where we're at on this? Exactly. So history always goes through these revisions. History always kind of gets kicked through the doorways of the rooms of those who are in control. And I think the fact that we're calling it Indigenous Peoples Day, which they even readily admit, they say – they want to change it to Indigenous Peoples Day because, of course, the horrific consequences. Horrific. horrific I didn't know where my that, you know, where my it, mouth was going. It's no different than beef and beast. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get in trouble for that. <laughs> you don't need if to know. You know, that, you know. You don't need to know where that comes from. If, if you know, you don't you need know. to know. And you have no idea why I said it. Because I love that guy. Yep. If you know, you very know. much. Because he's going to get me on the next one. <laughs> I promise he's going to get me on the next one. I'm just waiting for you to drop another forbidden word. Take you know? it easy. Oh, whoa. Suddenly the Condem lights are on you. Condemnation. And uh, you can't handle the heat. <laughs> get out the kitchen. You know, if you can't handle the heat, get out of the kitchen. You know, why don't you go to the living room and watch the Canadians I, I watch? Feel, I'm yeah. feeling racism here, folks. Yeah. folks. Oh, I'm sorry. You know. Hey, man, why don't you go drink a Modelo? Now you want racist? <laughs> it's all funny when we do it the Canadian route. Then we have the you know, we, we talk about the Labatt then Blue. That's funny. But as soon as he goes Mexico, oh, racism. This coming from the guy who would be a monotone DJ. <laughs> wicked, wicked. Hey, listen to my sick beat. There is nothing wrong with wanting to be an NPR host. Oh, see, it's getting personal. It is. Shots I just shot, shots I, fired. Man, I, see, I felt that he goes racist. He goes racist. I go personal. <laughs> that was personal. I we do oh. it all. We do. We joke with you all the time, though. <laughs> we do. We joke with them. All. Sorry, we're getting so off track, guys. This is Columbus Day, <laughs> and Mike is a descendant. <laughs> That's right. He's a descendant um, of a genocidal maniac. Hey, hey, Mass, Massey. Actually, I've got I, some stuff I need you to carry. <laughs> Could you go grab it? Actually, actually, I'm the descendant. He's from Spain. My parent, my grandparents. From Spain. That's right. My great grandparents from Spain. No, he wasn't I'm, Spaniard, was he? Italian. Italian. Okay. Well, he got right? he got he got right? he got money from the Spaniards. <laughs> He got money from the Spaniards, the king of Spain, to go to sail the sail the ocean. 
I, I love so it. So my people We're... provided for him to slaughter people. <laughs> I just love like this is what happens when you switch a podcast topic 20 minutes before it goes on air. Okay. It's like, We're going to cover Columbus. Where's he from? I don't know. Well, take it, take <laughs> folks. This is going to be a great show. Okay. We got some facts. I, I think you're more related to him than I am because I'm Dutch. You know, we did our own damage in Africa. <laughs> I think everybody did some damage to Africa. <laughs> Even the Africans did damage to Africa. <laughs> I ain't playing, dude. No, they sold you're right. Their own people. Oh man, like it's... how come we never talk about that? Your people sold your own people. That's... Don't tell me it was the whites. I think that's the avenue we got to go here. Is like everybody points the finger at everybody else. You're the most horrible. No, you're the most. Yeah, all suck. All of you are horrible. Can we just can we get this out in the air? Everybody is horrible to everybody Every else. Every race is has a horrible... Okay, let's just go here for a minute. Oh, my gosh. C- Christopher Columbus was bad. Uh, uh, the whites have been bad towards the blacks. And the black... Dude, did you guys just see BLM right now? $80 million that was taken in last year. Was it last year or the year before? And now there, there was an article that came up by the Post that, that said that Sharon Osbourne wants her $900,000 back right. in a refund. <laughs> right. People are bad no matter what. No matter what. They spent $12 million in property. What, why? What about all those communities that you said you would help and it wasn't even affected, it wasn't even touched with your money? But you supported the riots that burned yeah. down black-owned businesses. Exactly. Or they'll say, well, the church doesn't give enough money to the blah, 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 blah. You have no idea what goes into a church. But I can promise you this, the church ain't buying property for its pastors. Not that I've seen. Right. And if they are, it's wrong. I'm I'm curious how much money uh, BLM has raised for hurricane victims, which plenty of them are black. Black, actually, I do know the church is there. This is th- that whole thing about blacks being in Louisiana and stuff like that. Where's BLM when that happened last year? Right. Were they were they there like in mass to go out there and help those? Bl- no, no. But you know why? Because of hurricanes. And this has been said: hurricanes are racist. It's oh, it's true. It's climate yeah. change that creates. The, the hurricane, the hurricane hits the blacks because they're in po- poverty and areas and they're racist. Oppresses them more than the whites because they have less than the whites. And so therefore it's racist. It's racist. Yeah. This whole thing. It's like, so there's bad on every side. There is dude, the, the indigenous Indian, right? L- the tribes that were there, some were cannibals. Some were just savages. They weren't all bad, but some were guys. Did you guys that the Indian tribes were hunting animals into extinction? You know how many seals were killed to waterproof boats? Not that I care. That's what they had at the time. But, dude, where's PETA? Oh, my gosh, the mass droves and the mass buffalo they killed and the mass seals and all these other things. We don't ever talk about that. But when it comes to the whites, we destroyed everything. It was I'm sorry, we. I'm not because I'm not white. My wife is, though, so we. We grafted you in. You're close enough. Yeah, I'm a chubby (laughs) Mexican white guy. Yeah, you talk white, so. Yeah, I've yeah. been colonized. Yeah. Is that bad? You're you're a white guy on the inside. I'm an Oreo. No, you're more like a ho-ho. <laughs> <laughs> There's layers <laughs> to me. There's layers like Shrek. I, I had to get you back for that DJ comment. <laughs> that was good. That was good. He called me a ho. Ho? Ho? <laughs> let, Any, me, anywho, let, me, let me go that route a little bit because I was looking up – Aztecs. So we're talking about Columbus. Aztecs might be a softball, right? But for a reason, because indigenous people's celebrations will 
even include the Aztecs. In California, they were having kids read the Aztec prayer, right? The, the, the conversion prayer or dedication prayer. This comes from swarthmar.edu. Every member of the Aztec community had a role to play in human sacrifice rituals. Now, people will say, oh, well, they weren't as brutal or, or genocidal. You know, it was just a part of their custom. If your culture has determined that human blood sacrifice, human sacrificial rituals are vital to your religious practice, maybe your, your civilization has gone wayward somewhere. And that's what I want you to understand is if we look through this with objective eyes, I want you to ask yourself, is this a great civilization or an aspect of the civilization that is great where now all of a sudden human sacrifice is vital to the religious practice, which has never been the case in Christianity. Bingo. Never been the case. Christ has never determined you need to sacrifice a person to me. That's exactly right. So any bloodshed that's committed in Christianity cannot be considered the the central tenet of the religion. Different with Aztecs. That's really good, dude. Because man is not innocent. No. So he could never be a sacrifice, which proves the innocence of bulls and goats. Right? The animal. There you go. Because they're savage. They don't understand there is no law in them. Right. So Ooh, they can't commit good. evil because they're just being themselves. Yeah. There is no law in them. You know what I mean? They yeah. have no conscience. That's good. Does that make sense? Yeah. There's, there's, they can't be held to that standard. Ooh, that, dude, I know this, that's there's a whole it's, sermon. In there. It is, it is a deep thing, right? But it's like with dogs, like you can train a dog and they can go, but there's that prowess in them, right? Still mm -hmm. to go back to their old tendency. Yep. Cause when they're trained, that doesn't mean they're in conscience. That means they're enslaved. Like there's slaves. The, the it, Okay. Let me say this this way. Ignorance produces slavery. Well, dogs can't read. They have no knowledge outside of what they know, right? No. So we teach them, right, to, to be obedient. But then there's a streak inside pit bulls sometimes and all these other – like you hear these horror stories of he was so well-trained for six years. I don't know what happened. My son, you know, was just patting him on the head and he went off, you know. And it's like because in them is this brute thing. But mm -hmm. you never see sheep or goat, you know, like do that because they're only acting out what's in them, right? Go ahead. You just sparked something. I'm just, I'm just, no, 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 like you sparked so something. Cool. I'm sorry. I went off on the stand. Last, last week or, or our last podcast, we were no. talking about uh, the, the animalistic nature that people get pushed towards, right? Why? Why would we push people towards animalistic passions in nature? Because you, you drown or suppress the, the sense of consequence in your actions, right? The more animalistic you become, the less you think about consequences, the less you think about morality, the less you think about where that decision will lead. You're, you're just driven by your passions. You're unbridled. Truth. Right? So if we That's look why at, he says that. Right. So if we look at the animal, the animal is does not think of consequences. It can't. Right? It does not think of moral consequences. So now you're watching people getting pushed towards their animalistic behaviors, which human beings Human beings are deeply ingrained with this fear of consequence, fear of responsibility. That's what re avoiding responsibility is, sure. is if I don't think about responsibility, then I don't have to think about the consequence. Maybe I can escape it. And people get so tied up in this idea of, well, you know, why would a good, good God send me to hell? Mm. Wrong question. Why would you choose hell? 
because you notice in that comment, you're saying God's not God's responsible, not me. Why would he send me to hell? AKA he's responsible for me to be in hell. No, 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 no. You're trying to avoid responsibility and consequence. The, your responsibility is whether or not you accept God. So therefore it's actually you who's choosing to go to hell. The problem is we don't like that. Yeah. Even the statement, cause that's good where you just went with like, if God is so good, even the statement that God created hell, he knew the decisions I would make and yet still create a place where, well, listen to the arrogance of that statement. He knew the decisions I would make. The arrogance is I couldn't change my decisions. Right. I chose them. He knew that. Therefore he's sending me to hell knowing that I would have done this. No, he offers his Holy spirit to change the direction of your, your, your thought patterns, your decision-making, all these other things. His spirit changes you. It's supposed to, when it envelops you, it, it renews your mind, right? Mm -hmm. All yeah. things old have passed away. I don't have the same nature. He says, I'm born of a new seed, incorruptible seed. So your heart and your mind starts to change towards the things he wants and the things he, so it's like, you, you can call it what you want, but you're a direct representation of what you serve. So you can't blame God if you're not serving him. You, right. you, if a good God, well, what about good Satan that you're serving? Because he ain't so good when you're following him to hell. I mean, that's just how it is. And it's not even like a scare tactic. That's just the truth. Yep. You will be separated from God because on this earth, you were separated from God. You chose that. You chose to be separated chose from God. Chose the consequence. You did. You did. Dude, he's calling to every heart. He's knocking on every door. He's not willing that any should perish. Boom. He's not. He's knocked on every door. And you can't tell me. People are like, well, I didn't really know the gospel. I really don't believe that. I don't either. Remember Tim Tebow when he wrote John 3.16 under his eyelids? He was like, man, 94 million people Googled John 3.16. He goes, I can't believe 94 million people didn't know John 3.16. I bet they did. But I bet they were just doing that to be like, you know, what is that verse? Like, maybe they didn't know John 3.16. They didn't know it was connected to John 3.16. Right, right, right. Yeah. But everybody's no we all know the story of Noah and David. You know what I mean? We all do. And there are some who don't. I'm not disc discounting that. There's, there's, a, there's a sect of people who've never heard really the gospel. For a majority, you've heard. And the ones who retort have heard. And they now refuse and stand against a holy God. And that's okay. Like, that's, that's your choice. And I think Romans 1 even goes further with that of the creation cries out that there is a creator. And we reject that premise. We, we, we deny that premise. So then all of a sudden we're getting into this concept of worshiping the creation as opposed to the creator. As soon as we make that switch and we go, there's something greater than me. There's something that created all this. As soon as we make that switch or we start going, I'm not going to seek the true one we're down the rabbit hole. Yep. Right. And so I, I'm with you of like, I think, I don't think we give enough credit to the, the evidence that the Lord has put forth because we're buying the darkening of our vision to what is real. Cause it's Satan who's putting in the delusion. God didn't create all that. God didn't create all Did you this. Have something to yeah. You, me, <clears throat> I think the, I don't even know if I'm on. Um, I think the biggest thing that the enemy has accomplished is the ability for everybody to befriend him almost. For Satan to be like this super chill guy who wants you to have like as much pleasure as you want and and do whatever you want and make God look like this big just school teacher rule keeper. 
mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like that's how it was even even back then Agreed. for the indigenous tribes, for the, the tribes practicing human torture and human sacrifice. And I mean, look at the Aztecs. The Aztecs had horrible ways of war. Have you ever heard an Aztec death whistle before? Oh, it's a creepy oh sound. Oh, my dude. gosh. It's, it, they, they were morbid people. They, they would create these whistles that they would blow in the middle of the night around tribes that they're about to conquer and it sounds like people screaming it sounds it, like, it a, like literally a it's like scream. vocal cord type setup so it sounds like people screaming and you think about the idea behind fear. that fear right incredible fear right in the middle of the night brutality so, but know? just 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 go with that for a second what you just said about the indian like we can say christopher columbus we can judge him we can say okay this guy was uh we have facts and figures that will try to prove that otherwise and prove <clears throat> first off by this show, we are no way saying Columbus was a perfect man. He didn't have his flaws. He didn't do stupid things, dude. Listen, ignorance will teach you these things. Like you'll do stupid things. You will, you will do stupid things. And nobody is, is, is discrediting uh, things he was involved in or things like that. But what we're saying is through his imperfection, the con you can't deny contributions. So like when the Muslims were taking over nations and they brought forth like mathematics and all these other right. things, do we remember the slaughter that Muslims do? Or do we remember, dang, you know, because of that, the Arabic language and all these other things, right? We remember their contributions to society, which is purpose, right? They're, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're siding with the Muslim over the Christian. It happens, right? But when you think of Columbus, all of a sudden you're thinking, oh my gosh, he was a mass genocide uh, exterminator. He was, you know, the plagues. Uh, stealing money, stealing gold because he was, he was, he was, oh, by the way, there was this trial that happened because they said he was a murderer. So he gets taken back in chains, which he was proven not guilty and exonerated from every charge, but yet we don't hear that. So it's like all these things, there are things that they will say about you in the future. Here's what I want you to know. If you're influential on any side, here's what they'll say about you in your future. You were a good man, good woman, or you were terrible and a plague on society. That's how it's going to be. You will be remembered by two different camps. The one who doesn't like you will paint you every which way possible. I promise you, when I get older, if we're this influential and we hit the nation and you know do, do those other things, they will say of us on the, on the side who hates us, they will say, I cannot believe those Christian theocrats wanted to have God as the central figurehead of government, which was what we've never said. Right. Right. But they will do that because they say they, they will say, well, they wanted to introduce God back in government. And we, we broke off from England for that. But yet you have the Christian that says, man, hero. These guys actually did something. They weren't perfect, but man, they, they strived. They did. <clears throat> they were pastors. Dude, as a pastor, I'm learning. You will be, you will be mocked and ridiculed by the people who say they love you. And they will lie about you. They will falsely accuse you. They will do all these things, right? And you didn't even do anything. I cannot believe he didn't say hi to me. What a jerk. He seems to like all of them. What about those clicks? Not the case. Not the case at all. It's unfortunate that you can't meet 500 people at once. You can't shake every hand. You just can't do it. I wish I could, but I can't. Right? So you're, you're going to be however people perceive is how they'll represent you. Columbus is no different. George Washington is no different. Uh, Malcolm X, no different. Martin Luther King, no. Dude, his own people were against him. Some people called him a pansy and a traitor. And there was a concerted FBI 
yeah. movement against him. Dude, right? now, now he's he was a womanizer. He was all these things. He was a communist. Like all these, he, he spoke against communism. He hated the Vietnam War. You know what I mean? Like all these things. So it's like, it's how you're remembered is through the lens of the person who's actually doing the teaching. Right. And that's that's why I hate this this no pun intended whitewashing from the other side because they'll they'll accuse us of whitewashing history which sure yeah that happens i'm not denying that i'm not denying that there there's been plenty of narrative put forth columbus was this great perfect man who you know discovered america and you know brought brought the west over you know blah blah okay i get it i get it right we're us especially we are more interested in the truth right We'll talk about the ills. We'll talk about the shortcomings, right? We can. We, we enjoy getting down to the truth, but don't let them get you to believe that they are somehow telling the truth when they're whitewashing the narrative in their own way. When I was looking up, quick trying to do some research, and I, and I was searching, I searched brutality of Native Americans. Just curious, you know, what, what would come up? Every single topic was how... These are myths about the Native Americans, and there's all these lies about the Native Americans, and they're, they were great, holy, awesome, perfect people. Do you notice the narrative that's being shaped again? That It's just getting shaped in the opposite way. So when you say Indigenous Peoples Day and, and you, you elevate this, are you going to tell me about the genocides that were committed between tribes, like the Sioux? Or the Apaches. Dude, here's here's just a couple stories. There's and, and we can go here for a minute because I want to talk about were they really peaceful? No cap. This is again ignorance. This is all they knew. Okay, no cap. It's disgusting what the Indian tra- it's disgusting what whites did to blacks sometimes. Absolutely. Dude, rape and pillage and uh uh keeping them illiterate and all these no one is denying the atrocity of it, but not every white person was for slavery. America was built on that premise. And the fact that these people say America was built on slavery, you're full of crap. At the height of slavery, I think it was like 6% of Americans owned slaves. Yeah, there you go. 6%. But yet you had the Washingtons, you had the the Ben Franklins, you had the John Adamses, uh, all saying slavery was an ill. Thomas Jefferson, they were all like, dude, we got to get rid of this somehow. And we were the first nation that actually codified it into law. No. How that law was written and interpreted is, is, is stupid. The three-fifths clause doesn't mean three-fifths of It's not what it's saying for, you know, for, for, for people and voting and taxing and all that stuff. All what I'm saying here is no tribe is perfect. And, I, and I'll tell you why. There was two different tribes that, that were ha- – actually three that they were talking about here. There was one called the Caribs, one called the Carnies, right, uh, or uh, Canis, the Canis and the Caribs. And then there was this other one called the, the – the, 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 uh, what's it called? I just had it here. Sorry. Uh, where is it? Starts with a T. The, the Tainos. The Tainos culture. The Tainos were really uh, uh, kind of that peaceful. They would talk mm-hmm. to, the, to the whites and all those other things, right? But the, the, the Caribs and the Cannibs, these guys were warriors. The Cannibs were derivative from ca- uh, cannibal. So, oh, go people, figure. Yeah. Right? Caribs were derived from the Caribbean. So, like, it was the, 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 the tribe name. Because look where... It, Columbus found he didn't find America, America. He found like where was it? Bahamas. Bahamas. Caribbean. So it was Caribbean. Yeah. It was indigenous uh, in that area, right? But I just want to read you one story that never gets talked about. And I and it, it's not that I I am like wow like, I can't believe they don't talk about it. But um, I just want to read this. Uh, 
in their wars upon the inhabitants of neighboring islands. These people capture as many as many women, as many of the women as they can, especially those who are young and handsome and keep them as body servants, as servants and concubines. Right. Listen to this. And so a great number do do they carry off that in uh, uh, carry off that in 50 houses we entered. No man was found, but all were women of that large number of captive females. More than 20 handsome women came away voluntarily with us to, to rescue. When the Carib when the Caribs take any boys as prisoners of war, they remove their organs their genitals, they fatten them up until they grow to manhood. And then when they wish to make a great feast, they kill and eat them. What, have you read that in history? Have you, have you ever read that? And I never did. Right. I never read any of that stuff in history. Here's another one. 12 very beautiful and very fat women from 15 to 16 years old, together with two boys of the same age. They had uh, the genital organ cut to the belly. They'd rip them open. Ugh. Right. And this we thought they had been done in order to prevent them from meddling with their wives or maybe to fatten them up and later eat them. These boys and girls have been taken away by above the mentioned by the aforementioned Caribs. So like the the the, the Tainos were afraid of the Caribs and because the, they were savage, bro. Like mm -hmm. they were savage people. And the, the Torinos were like, dude, look, <laughs> we're 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 watch out for them. You know what I mean? Because they'll kill you yeah. and they'll eat you and the whole thing. Most people don't realize that. Was it really the whites that came over and slaughtered or was it infectious diseases? Was it infectious diseases? Because I think it was, what was it from 1492 to 1512, that whole area of like the Spain and the, the it was like 90% of their population was wiped out by, or by, by infectious diseases. So that was ultimately brought over to the Indian. Unfortunately it happens, right? Dude, there was no sanitation. They crapped on the ships. Okay. Like dysentery was huge on ships. And uh, uh, animals were big part of that because especially native americans all of this side they didn't have things like cattle right and so the whites were were had already built an immune system to diseases that would come from certain domesticated animals that they didn't deal with so when the whites came over they were carrying some of these diseases that the native americans had no defense against that's that's solid right? so so and people smallpox blankets they were handing out smallpox blankets no, what happened was they were trading, right? The Native Americans were trading, especially with the colonists. Colonists were coming, trading. Traders went out ahead, you know, handed stuff. They were carrying diseases with them. They didn't realize it. They weren't going out trying to genocide. It was not biological warfare. It was not biological warfare. It was they didn't realize what was happening. And so then the Indians that were trading with the colonists took those diseases back to their tribes. And what you'll notice is death from disease spread across like this as the colonists were moving forward. It was out ahead of them. It wasn't behind them, right? Ooh, so, yeah. so people get this all wrong that, oh, they just genocided. Was there a lot of fighting going on between the colonists and the Native Americans? I wouldn't call it a lot. But yeah, there was fighting. There was territorial disputes. There was hit them back, get them back, blah, 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 back and forth. Right. But that's colonization. Like that's common sense colonization. Humanity. That's what happens. Like when you take over territory and there's no bounds, there's no land to purchase. You just take over territory. Dude, name a civilization in history that doesn't do that. Right. Uh, from from Julius Caesar to the Genghis Khans to the to all the Napoleons, they all take territory. This is we consider them great war heroes until they're white. They just steal at that point. No, I'm serious. Oh, that's good. Until they're white Christians. And then it's over. Oh my gosh, I can't believe they did that. 
dude, that's what they knew. You cannot blame ig- like you can't take ignorance and say like how do I say this rightly? You can't blame a blind man when he trips in the woods if we've let him to trip in the woods. And you're mad at him for tripping. He's blind. Right. They were blind. They didn't see certain things, dude. We're looking back at history saying they should have known. Really? Really? Because I bet you any money they could survive off the land way better than any one of us ever could. Here, what happened through COVID? The people to me that were most safe, that didn't want to stay outside, when they caught it, they were worse off because they were trying to stay safe. The rest of us who were... This isn't medical, okay? I'm not saying this. When I got it, I was eight days down. You were what? A week? Uh, a week and a half. A week and a half down. Yeah. Like we were down, dude. And it, I don't, I've never called before God. I don't call into work, but I was out for seven days yeah. for sure. Like it was, it was heavy. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't nothing. It was heavy. But I hear people catch it, you know, whatever. Well, my system adapted. It's what happens. And they call Columbus a mass genocide. That's what happened was these diseases that took out the Indian. It wasn't him going out there with slaughter pins and saying, let's go kill them all. Right. Right. Matter of fact, quite the contrary. He got money from the king of Spain to explore and then to find gold to take back to, to liberate Jerusalem. It's in his journey. Like, that's what it wasn't for him to take back so he can take it back to the king. It was, I want to go liberate Jerusalem. I want to go see Jerusalem, you know the city of God liberated. And he felt called by God to explore, to, to find this route. He felt absolutely called by God. Now, part of his problem was he left management of the colonies in the wrong hands. He, he was a great explorer. He was not a very good leader. Very terrible apostle. Ter- yeah, exactly. He's, so that he, means he's not an apostle. That is probably, <laughs> that that's the biggest downfall that schools have, have, given us it's me especially because we're we're taught growing up that columbus was this know-it-all self-centered jerk who just wanted to be known for something who wanted fame who wanted gold we were never taught the fact that he wanted to liberate jerusalem we were never taught the fact that he didn't go there to to become famous and to become rich he he felt called by god to find this pathway that's the, you look at his journals, his diaries, what he was writing about was wanting to do the will of the Lord and feeling that this was the will of the Lord. The guy had so much perseverance to find the funding in order to be able to take the trip. He, he didn't just go to the first person like, Hey, can you give me some money? Yeah, no problem. He had to go and go and go and go and go and go and go failure after failure, after failure, after failure, finally made it over. Let's, appreciate that true can can we appreciate i appreciate the the self-sufficiency and the living off the land of the native americans i appreciate right i appreciate the culture that certain aspects of the culture they developed right there there's a a respect and honor and sacredness for for uh nature great i respect that can we at least give columbus his due that the guy was persistent and he achieved a goal. Mm-hmm. Now, he didn't achieve the full goal that he thought he did, but man, he made an achievement. There were not ships that were just going back and forth all the time, right? Everybody's, oh, Columbus wasn't the first. Leif Erikson did it in 11. Yeah, give Leif Erikson his due, but he also had a much shorter trip because Leif Erikson was way up in the north, right? And Columbus 
took on, I believe, a much more treacherous journey when he did it. And it was a journey that everybody said couldn't be done because people would get so far, which was basically the can't turn back line, and they wouldn't go any farther. They're like, nah, I'm done. I can't do this. That guy pushed forward. He's like, no, nope, we're going forward. And they almost didn't make it. And it, it drives I, me nuts that I, all this I gets this, whitewashed. Dude. I like it when you when you do this kind of thing because, like, you're right. There was Leaf, you know, who did it earlier. Was yeah, it, it, was it was like, like the 1100s. 1100s, yeah. Something. And so we could say that, but, like, no journals, no nothing, right? What happened? Right. But then all of a sudden you get this guy who actually writes it down in journals and, and those kinds of things. And, and all of these conquests that happen, the sinful nature of man this is going to sound so bad, but hear me out here. God really does make beauty for ashes. What we screw up, mm-hmm. God somehow turns into beauty when we allow it to be turned into beauty for his glory. So I look at the, the and, and allow me to explain this before you get all offended, okay? <clears throat> I was not a, a, a descendant directly of anyone in America here. My parents came from Mexico. His, my dad's, my dad's dad, my grandpa came from Mexico. The, the 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 amount of racism dad experienced, mom, was 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 pretty pretty stupid. You know, I I, I saw it, dude. Like I was there. I saw him just get. Oh, sometimes it was like terrible to watch, and I get so angry, you know. But he taught me beauty for ashes. He taught me, like, dude, you cannot blame them for their ignorance. And, yeah, he'd get frustrated. Yeah, he'd be like, man, I should go take them to court and all these other things. But then all of a sudden, he'd get, you know, like, he'd come back to himself and say, you know, I'm going to win, and you watch. And, dude, when he would just go work and be there a couple months, he would just win them over with us. Dude, dad is one of the kindest, coolest people ever. He's a like, great man. He really is, dude. And he, he's so honorable in that regard. Like, People just love the guy. You know, he's just, he's got that personality, but he taught me not to get angry at ignorance, but like pray for them. Have you ever prayed for them? Like don't, so beauty for ashes is what I'm saying. Like we have a history that's dark sometimes. How do we rectify that and make it good? And I want, I want to add to that because I know you've said before, like you went through this period where you hated white people, right? Absolutely. You know, and, and so you see the beauty from the ashes because if, if his example hadn't been there for you, you could have easily gone down that road of a lifetime of hating white, people. hating white people. And I had white friends. And to me, they weren't white. They were just homies. Yeah. Matt Anderson, Brian Doyle, all these guys that were like with me. You know, these, these, these were my friends. These were my homies. But it was the average white person. I just couldn't stand. I was like, they walk all arrogant and they walk all this. No, they don't. They're confident. Arrogance can't be mistaken for confidence. And why don't we talk about that? It's like arrogance can't be mistaken for confidence. If they're confident, that's cool, man. They yeah. ain't arrogant. And, and the more confident you are, the less you care about somebody else's arrogance. 100%. 100%. I mean, <laughs> you, I, you notice that? Right, like, right, right. I right, don't right. care if somebody's arrogant. Whatever. You know, I got my own right, thing to do. Right, dude. You know? And what confidence exudes you like, man, I want to follow that. How are they so confident? Yeah. Um, you know, another point here, too. I was thinking about this morning when we were talking about this. I was thinking about how many white, how many people, like when we have an opinion against a person of color, just a, a differing opinion, it's automatically labeled as racist because you don't see their side. And it's like, y'all, it ain't racism to have a different opinion. So don't fall into these traps because like these things here, oh my gosh, this is racist what you're talking about. No, I just have a different viewpoint than you. That has nothing to do with racism. That is either my argument is bull crap or it's right and come up with a better argument. You know what I mean? That's it. 
either my argument really sucks. That has nothing to do with racism. I'm just challenging you. What's wrong with challenging you? What's wrong with challenging right now the way you're thinking when you're watching this? Right? Because what, what I don't like from the conservative side sometimes is Indigenous Day, Indigenous People's Day will come out. That's wrong. It's always been Columbus. But you have never researched Columbus yourself to even defend the point. You're just angry because the rest of the conservative world is angry. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you don't research it. Right? The same thing with the left. Yeah, it is about indigenous people. Have you ever researched Columbus yourself? Have you ever gone and done the research on these Indian tribes yourself? Because there were good Indian tribes, bad ones. There was good white people, bad white people. There was good blacks, bad ones. There was good Mexicans, bad me- No, they're all good. You know what I'm saying? I'm just telling you. But like, like, have you ever just studied it yourself to know if you're right? Challenge yourself. Push yourself to learn. Instead of just getting all pissed off and throwing it on Facebook. Study the stuff yourself. You figure it out. You start doing the reading and research, and you'll start coming up with a balanced opinion. You'll say there's bad and there's good. And look what God can do. We have a nation because the bad and the good, God can redeem. He can redeem it. Yeah, and that nuanced view is so important. And nobody's interested in the nuanced view because what do they want? They want that, that quick punch generalization that they don't have to think about. And it gets tiring that this whole argument happens of well we want columbus day well we want indigenous people's day i don't honestly i don't care either way but what i care about is this whole concept of well indigenous people are are the the righteous holy people who were oppressed because notice the narrative this is my problem the narrative quickly becomes oppressor oppressed that to me is like, eh, there's another tick in the Marxist box, oppressor oppressed. That's what it always boils down to lately. Instead of people with good things, bad things, people with good things, bad things. Even the Aztecs, technologically amazing. The, the, their, their civil engineering, outstanding. Warriors, if you want to look pragmatically, they were amazing warriors. They knew how to, they knew how to conquer. Do I think they were wicked? Yes. Why? Because the blood was required in their rituals and their religion, you know, human blood, human sacrifice, cannibalism, right? All the stuff you talked about. Yeah, check mark in the bad box. Slavery for the whites. Yes, check mark in the bad box. Slavery for Islam and Muslims. Check mark in the bad box. It is. We've all got our problems as civilization. And this only derives from the Gospels right now. All have sinned. Right. And fallen short of the glory of God. Why can't we just accept that? There's some evil. There's evil, right? Our job is not to just condemn the evil, which is what happens now. Let's shame them into believing who they are. Cult. Ooh. It's a cult. I'm t- Dude, this book, yeah. when it comes yeah. out, it's going to rock your world. The woke cult. Yeah, th- this whole tribalism book we're working on. It's going to shake you because you're going to start to see, man, I've been put under shame for a long time, mm-hmm. both by religion and by, right, the outside world. And where's Christ in it all? Right. You know what I mean? Why is it that we're all condemning the shame? You know, we're condemning the, 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 the evil of it, but not doing something about it. All we're doing is condemning, oh, you should feel bad for Columbus Day, so we're going to change the name to What does changing a name do without education? And there will be some out there, we have the 1619 Project and all those other things. But writing your version of history doesn't change what real history is, right? Just as much as me reading history doesn't change history. 
I can only do what I can do right now. If there's atrocity, I don't do it. And that's, that's where most people won't make that extra step is that lesson of history. Um, taking that lesson and learning from it and moving forward as opposed to just riling up and getting angry because of the history. And you notice most of the time that's what ends up happening is the history ends up just riling you and getting you angry as opposed to, okay, I'm going to step forward. I'm going to learn from this. And how do we as human beings act differently? Absolutely. Yeah. So you got anything else? I'm just like, I, I, I would pray as I've said many times from the pulpit with my sermons or Todd, Pastor Todd's sermons or Pastor Jay, whoever's up there ministering, when Pete's up there ministering, you've preached and you'll be up there soon again. But like what we're talking about here, every show we do, would you just do your own research, please? Like mm-hmm. this isn't about us giving you information so you can just say that's the gospel truth. This is our take on what we see. Now you can develop your own opinion. Maybe we're a little too critical and too harsh on things sometimes. And maybe you're like, I don't want to be that critical and harsh. I want to have empathy and compassion on those things. Just let the Lord envelop in you what you're supposed to have. We're just doing this research and all these other things, which mind you, we researched 20 seconds before. (laughs) Any who's like, but it was not our normal (laughs) thorough high standard of research, but it was good. And like, I don't want to say good enough, but it was good to say, okay, they're bad Indians, good Indians. They're bad whites, good whites. Can we just accept history's ugly? Look, look at your past right now. How ugly was it? But were, were you a good person sometimes? Of course you did good things, right? You know what the cool thing is? God came to, or Christ came to abolish all of it. I don't even want you to remember the good, the bad. I want to make you into a servant of Christ and a soldier for the Lord and all these things. So it's like, we can remember history. It's good to learn from all the bad. Let's learn from the bad mm-hmm. and let's learn from the good. And how do we advance that? And why can't we see it that way? Why can't the left or the right come together? Because they won't. It's demonic. I get it. Okay. I'm just, it's, it's more rhetorical, right? Right. Why can't they both come together and say, there was evil, dude. We can acknowledge that. There was evil. How do we repair it? How do we go and talk to these folks who are black, Hispanic, Indi- uh, Indian, whatever? How do we talk to them and say, look, man, these were bad, but let me empower you right now. You're in a nation right now. You can do anything you want. It used to be like this, but it ain't like this no more. And we shouldn't have these divides anymore, right? Where are the Christians to say that? That's where we need to be. You understand? Which I'm glad for people from our church, especially being on school boards, and they can influence them somewhat, a little bit. And, and again, you'll probably hear a liberal, oh my gosh, they got Christians on the school boards. Uh, look what's been happening to our schools since we haven't had them. Right. Real Christians who stand. Yeah. So that being said, guys, hope you enjoyed this. And do not forget... To check out the self-evident truth.com goes, go ahead, buy yourself a t-shirt. Do not forget. It's getting towards the end of the year. We have the Torchbearers society, right? Torchbearers club. You can become a month, monthly member, a monthly donating person, which we are developing and we are putting in a cool privilege for you guys who donate to us monthly, something to say, Thank you. Something to give you extra content, extra access uh, to make your money well worth it. And getting towards the end of the year, do not forget that you can make a donation. Um, I know a lot of people, they wait till the end of the year. It, it becomes a good thing for their budgets, that kind of thing. So, yeah, guys, please, please prayerfully consider us. Look, we have needs right now. Big ones. OK, I'm not going to I'm not going to lie to you right now. We're pushing for some big goals and you guys can help us. Listen. 
if you fall on a windfall where it's like, okay, what can we give to? We have never taken your money and destroyed it. We've only ever used it to advance the gospel. We will continue to do that. Next year, we're looking on bringing on another speaker who is a college kind of kid. What well, she's homeschool, but dude, this girl is amazing. You should look her up. Her name's Lily Kate. She's got her own Instagram. She's got two pot. She, I think she runs one and is kind of co-host of another. But dude, she is amazing. It would be really cool to send her to colleges because right now with my schedule and your schedule, it's tricky to go yeah. to all these events. But to open up a whole new avenue again of schools and colleges for her, oh my gosh! And dude, she would kill it because yeah. she's a Christian. She's a conservative. Yeah, she's a little bit more on the Republican side than I would be, but I'm not I'm not tripping on that. Like I'm a Republican when I vote for it, when it's necessary, but I'm not like that person. But I'm glad she does what she does. Because dude, she's solid, she's convicted in what she believes, and she stands for the gospel. And we love having a wider array of of thought and opinion. You know, you'll notice that on the blog. We don't mind having opinions that we don't necessarily agree with. I'm not going to host somebody who's Antifa, super woke, all of that, because our foundation doesn't agree with that. But uh, overall, having a wider range of opinions or, or outlooks is great because it helps conversation. We really want to get her getting into colleges, but we need the financial support in order to be able to do it. So please consider us at the very least buy a t-shirt, buy a constitution course, uh, help us take on next year. So that being said, guys, thank you so much for watching. Thank you for listening. We will see you on Friday. We got Melissa Martz on Friday. We got big news about what's going on in her realm. Election so, stolen, she uh, believes, and we're, we're going to cover that, right? Yeah. So let's just talk about it. I mean, in, the, in that regard, she, she, she's talking about elections, yeah. uh, stolen elections. So. Great. Now I'm going to have to fight another copy or another <laughs> YouTube. I'm talking about her, strike. not Trump's, for crying out loud. Jeez. Oh, by the way, yeah, we did a show where we're actually like, careful. We talked about moon stealing and like, it was a highlight clip. Yeah. And we were actually, what were we? We were questioning we said, the validity of what was being said. It was, yeah, it was before the event where a president is selected in 2020. And I said, <laughs> if there was, if there was, and it got taken down by YouTube because it was <laughs> against community guidelines. So we fought it. We won. It got put back up, but so frustrating that you, you have to do it. You have to do it. Right. So, Anywho, I may be fighting YouTube later. Who knows? Well, we got to go to work. Update. All right. We love you guys. Have a great day. Love you.